0: Welcome to the Chess My Life podcast. This show is dedicated to those who want to grow as a person, develop themselves in various areas of their life to ultimately become a better version of themselves. We will look at life as a chessboard and through our learnings, we'll make sure that on a daily basis, you're acting strategically in anticipation and with all resources available. This will ensure that you can checkmate your problems and blockers to ultimately reach out to your goals, dreams, and more. I am Sam, your host, and I'm happy to have you on the show today. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Chess My Life podcast. This is Sam, and I hope you're all doing great, and that you're all leading your life project according to the plan like we discussed last time. So like in a chess game, don't forget that implementing your strategy always pays off, but you may need time, right? So do not give up. And while I am thinking about the topic that I want to share with you today, I I realize that I will probably disappoint a lot of you. You see, uh, I've been reading and searching a lot about how to be successful, how to plan, you know, my day, my week, my month, my life, how to basically do whatever to find the recipe, right? And that will work, all the time. And what I realized is that there's no such thing, right? So even though I would love to give you that unique solution, you know, and I don't think it exists. And the reason for that is that we all different. We all have different triggers. We all have different motivations. We all live in a different environment. I think you get the picture right now. I wonder like, how can I help you guys find your way? And that's the question that actually comes to my mind. Um, How can I help you to get better every day? Today, I'm talking about foundational principles, right? Something that you will have to carry with you all the time. And the day-to-day grind or actions that we'll have to take, you you will not hear about it today, right? Probably in another episode, but today is really about foundation principles. So the first of those principles, I think, is the mindset. And this is really, for me, the key thing. I'm thinking... We should look at the definition real quick here, just so that everybody understands what we're talking about when we say mindset. The mindset is a set of beliefs that shape how you make sense of the world and yourself. It influences how you think, feel, and behave in any given situation. Now, we probably need to dive deeper into that to understand what it means, right? So first question is, what is this set of beliefs we're talking about? And then what is actually a belief, right? So... I'll try to keep it simple here, but a belief is something that you think is reality. And it is important to stress that a belief is not necessarily the reality, right? Like the reality, it is your reality. This is personal. Now, one could argue that there are as many realities as there are human beings. Yeah, we could do that. Let's keep it simple. And to keep it simple, let's try to take a couple of examples. Now, you may have the belief that when something bad happens, to you for example, it is because you did something wrong. I have the belief that if something bad happens to me, I have my share of responsibility. Another example of a belief could be that making a mistake have really bad consequences like being told off or pointed out. My belief is that making a mistake is okay because I will learn from it. So what does it bring, you know, what does it bring me to think that, well, I am not afraid of making a mistake, so I'm more prone to take actions even if there's a risk that I do not succeed. I could go on and on with examples of beliefs, but I think you get the gist of it, right? Beliefs are covering all the topics you could imagine in your life. I will not talk about how they are formed today because I already did in a previous episode. But what I will say is that they are created, quote-unquote, through experiences that you go through and how you actually react to those. The good news is they can be changed. I could talk about the glass half full or half empty, but what I will say is you decide what you believe because you control your thoughts. Not saying it is easy, right? But it's true. And I'm going to repeat it. You decide what you believe because you control your thoughts. It's as simple. Not easy, but as simple, right? You control what you think. So back to mindset. Why is it important then to control your beliefs? Well, because the combination of all your beliefs will determine how you will behave in any given situation which is the definition that we've read a little bit earlier right and it's like a chess combo you would know that in a given peon's configuration you would need to apply such or such move right exactly the same so if the configuration changes you can now make a different move same here for those combos there is no fit for all right you have your own set of beliefs and it is okay if they are different from mine or your parents, or anybody else for that matter. Now, however, what you want to make sure is that when you are in a given situation, the combo of your beliefs must influence your reaction from a growth perspective. You can call it having a growth mindset, if you will. And this will make you see the world with opportunities. So once you get there, you can actually change your attitude and interact with the world accordingly. A second principle I wanted to touch base on today is the fact that you should ask yourself the right questions. And so what I would like to say up front is that this principle should not be misinterpreted, right? The right questions are not the same for everyone. And I'm sorry to disappoint you again. So I don't, I'm not going to share with you a set of questions that you need to ask every day so that every, everything is going to be perfect, right? That being said, there is a way to know what are the questions that you should ask yourself. And this is what I want to share with you today. So the questions you need to ask yourself, they have all a purpose, a goal. And this goal is to validate that what you're doing or trying to do is aligned with a few things, your values, your purpose, your vision, and your goals. I know that is a lot. And you may feel like I have no idea what what it's talking about. And that's great because it means that there's something you can learn here, right? Right. And maybe the first questions you need to ask yourself are about your values, your purpose, your vision, your goals, or maybe all of the above. The answers to those questions are so critical, I tell you. They are essential to understand what you're driven by every day. Um, They are essential to understand what is most important to you in terms of do's and don'ts. What are you trying to accomplish and why, most importantly? What's the kind of person you want to become? These are the... Questions that you need to have answers for. Very important. You should start with that. Values, purpose, and vision should be set. And that's my belief. They should be set or revisited yearly, although there is no rule, to be honest. But they should be solid. You know, when you look at the different goals you're setting for yourself, they should be solid goals. They should, because when you establish your goals, they should be aligned to your vision, value, and purpose. Saying it again so that it sinks in, right? So you should at least ask yourself the right questions at this point. Then on a daily basis, whenever you make a decision or do something, ask yourself, is this aligned with those items as well? Is it aligned with my vision, with my purpose, my values? I know it sounds overwhelming, right? It it sounds like too much. Well, there's always a price to pay. That's what I think. There's always a price to pay when you want to grow. And honestly this is not as much as you would think. And you would pay more if you would not ask yourself the question and do whatever, you know. You would have to pay the bill later when you actually have been going away from your goals, vision and purpose. You will have to pay the fare to come back and then to go further again. The more you wait, the the further you go, the more the ticket is expensive. So it is more of a habit than anything else, to be honest. And I think after a certain amount of time, depending on everybody, The questions related to the day-to-day actions will be sort of answered automatically. It will be like a program running in the background. You won't even think about it. So really, it's not so much of a burden. For unusual actions or actions that will, you know, call to you for the research of pleasure, for example, you'll probably have to take the time to ponder. Like for me, for example, I need to pose and ask myself some questions when it's about going out with friends. I mean, I love my friends dearly. Like they know that. But going out too often and do some sort of like excess does not go really well anymore with me. I, I have to get up early. I mean, it's not that I have to. I want to get up early. And usually I need my brain and muscles right away. So I always have to ask myself questions and it's fine. You know, the goal of the question is not to forbid me to do anything, but just, you know, make me conscious about the impact of a party, for example, then I get to choose if I go, how long, you know, what are my limits, my trade offs, and then I, I, I can, I can go and enjoy it. And as I said, I love my friends. I could not avoid going out. They are placed really high in my value system. They are part of my vision when I think about my future. And I want to be a social person because I like sharing and I like people now. Let's imagine it's time to make a decision Uh, if we're going to town and hit the clubs until 8am and drink like there's no tomorrow. These questions will come around again and I will certainly pass on this one. Although there might be occasion to celebrate, I agree, uh, but I think it all depends on what you want to do, but if you know where you want to be in life, those questions are really easy to answer or easier to answer and you should not feel bad about the answers themselves. You should feel bad if you don't ask them because it means that you drift in life without understanding the consequences of your actions and without running towards anything you really want, a goal, a vision, or a dream, so stop drifting. Another important principle is, the way I would phrase it, is do not stop looking for new things and this one is good, I I really like it. That's probably the easiest for me it might feel different for you, that's okay, this is all about being curious and try to understand how things work around us. You know how when we were kids, we would ask why, you know, all the time? I mean, if you don't remember, that's okay. I do remember, I was that kind of kid. And I often see kids today, you know, around asking the same question over and over, you know, and I, and I find it magical. Like, we want to understand things deep, deep down, right? We just stop at some point, when we get adult or teenager, I don't remember. And then the why's become something different It becomes something like, no, I I know already, or whatever, or I don't care. I mean, it's such a pity though, right? If you keep the inner child curiosity, it will keep you on your toes. It will make it fun to look around corners to find new things to do, to improve, and more generally, to try and test stuff. Can you imagine if we were not curious at all as a species? Like, we would not be having this conversation. All progress of humanity has been made on the impulse of curious people. So what do you think? Do you want to be part of the evolution? Or do you want to be, well, how do I say this? Uh, let's go for stagnating. How boring it must be not to be curious, not to be excited by new things. I know you can be scary sometimes. I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm also a little bit sometimes scared about new things. But come on. I mean, isn't it more scary to become a stagnating person? Like Your brain only needs stimulation. This is how you grow. So be curious. Okay, the last principle I want to cover today is learn and apply, test and fail. And I'm going to admit, although the previous one was the easiest for me, this one is the most difficult for me. And I'm really being honest and vulnerable with you here. Like, if I break it down, learn and apply is the easy piece because... Again, I'm, I'm curious and I'm very analytical and I love to see new things and analyze you know, them from a, from a process perspective, like how does that work? And then it will make clear for me on how it should be processed. So I really love this, this, this piece of the principle. Now, the difficult part is to test and fail and more specifically failing. Although those failures, quote unquote, we're talking about, have no major consequences on my life, to be honest. Uh, my living condition or my health, for example, I feel so scared at times to try. I And I learned that it is okay, you know, so I'm, I'm good, don't worry, you don't have to worry about me. I learned that by being curious, it came, you know, from my childhood actually, and the way I was growing up. I know now intellectually that there's not always reasons to be scared, and I try to apply it, one thing that's helped me, um, by the way, is to talk about it. So with my wife a lot, she, she has her own fears. And interestingly enough, we have different kinds of fears. So it's kind of like a good combination and, and, and brings about really, really interesting conversation. Uh, but the fun part is that we can really help each other. And then I find it super cool. Uh, but I was a little bit digressing here. The point, sorry. The point here is that you need to test what you've learned. And if you have to fail, well, just fail. You know, what is failure, actually? That's an interesting question we can ask at this point. Well, again, from a definition perspective, it is an experiment that has not produced the results that you were expecting. And what are we supposed to do in that scenario, actually? I mean, what would do a curious kid, for example? Well, you would try to understand why it didn't work. I think that's the first thing. And then you would change the parameters and you would try again. So there's nothing wrong about failing at trying, to be honest. Today, with so much being bombarded with messages that convey a sense of, what's the word, negativity around failing and also a sense of deep deification around successful people, it's it's crazy, right? And don't get me wrong, I mean, it's cool to succeed. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying like, uh, you know, you should f- fail all the time. Um, I think that not everybody can win all the time at the same time right i mean that's just not possible and is is that scary i think it's not i think it's not i think it just shows that every opportunity we have to try to succeed should be taken and if we succeed well awesome pat on your shoulder you know but it means that next time you will have to try to do better and if you don't succeed well it means that well first of all you have tried and you did better than if you would have not tried and that's a fact my friends and second that you can try again next time not all of our actions or tries are life-threatening, right? So what is it we have to lose when we fail? Like maybe a little bit of time, maybe some energy. We still have some left for another try, right? So why bother? Why we, what we need to do is therefore to learn from our failures to do better next time. There will be disappointment, of course, not, you know, not um, lying about that. But as Rocky was saying, it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how you can get it and keep moving forward hey guys i hope you understood today that although there is no such thing as one fit for all solutions you know for you to grow and get to your dreams and goals there is or there are should i say several options for you and we've covered that and i hope that was really helpful but you really need to keep in mind that it will require to stick to a few uh principles that we just covered as i said so if you need to dive deeper into this topic or uh, you need help to apply those principles, reach out to me by visiting my website, chessmylife.com and we'll see if we are a fit and if we can work together. I will talk to you soon and in the meantime, checkmate. Thanks guys for listening in this latest episode of the Chess My Life podcast. Really hope you enjoyed it and I also hope to see you in the next episode. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with me and work with me, please visit my website, www.chessmylife.com Or email me at sam, S-A-M, at justmylife.com. I also have an Instagram account, Mr. Maslux, M-R underscore M-A-S-L-U-X, Mr. Maslux.